Wait a minute. Okay. This is the edition unfiltered podcast. So do you ever find yourself scrolling through Instagram or any of the other social medias that you prefer to scroll scroll through? And everywhere you look, all you can see is there's somebody getting married or somebody's getting engaged. And you have to stop and think, hey, from the last time I can recall this, I'm pretty sure child marriages are illegal. But you're reminded that it is not child marriages and it is, in fact, a very prominent thing people your age do. But you just feel like a potato on a couch and you're clearly not in the headspace for anything that even comes close to getting married or engaged. And so you're left wondering how everyone else is in that headspace and you're not. But then you have friends that are in the same boat as you. And so I've decided to invite them to go sailing and we're going to talk about how we're not ready And so I'd like to welcome for the very, very first time, I'm going to say this like we're in an award show and an actual talk show because I've always wanted to do that. So please welcome for the very first time, Meshvi Shah and Siddhi Patel on Unfiltered talking about marriage. It just sounds weird when you say our entire names. Yeah, it sounds weird when I say your whole names as well because I'm not used to it. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about how everywhere we look, somebody is tying the knot and promising their forever. So am I the only one that feels this way, or do any of you? For sure. I'd say almost every other month you see someone you know or someone that has come across your life getting married, engaged. Um, I haven't seen yet anyone with kids. It's just kind of... um, uh, one of many things in life that kind of just reminds you, hey, you're not a teenager anymore. You're not a young adult. You're entering, you know. Don't say it. Don't say it. What? Don't say it. It's Voldemort. <laughs> I shall not be named. Yes, you're, you're at that point in life where you are truly an adult who can make your own decisions and literally choose your family because that's the only time you get to choose your family but yeah make that huge life decision so i like how you said it's a time where you're an adult like you actually truly are but my mind is still as i know somebody who's very dear to me would say 18 plus five years uh i don't even know if i did the math right never mind we'll just assume i did the math right but i just i don't feel like i'm even in the point um like even at that point because i've seen people younger than me get married um my cousins gotten married and then there's just me like no i'm sorry i'm too young for this shit like how are you coming up to me and telling me i just i just graduated i have to live my life like what do you mean get married that's that's how i feel i just i don't i don't think you comprehended the fact that i'm as you put it an adult I don't know how to get in that headspace. 100% agree with you. I don't think any of us at this point has, um, what's the word? Realize that we're actually adult and me 25 plus. It just feels like we're still 16 and we're, we just finished school and I'm exploring. And, and Facebook has a really bad way of reminding me this every time. Because it sent me a notification and a memory and I look at it it's like, 
oh, here's memory of 10 years ago. And it's me in school doing something. And I'm like, oh my God, this has been nine years, 10 years. I feel like I agree with you. I, I still feel like a, I don't want to say a child, but just someone who's still growing up, figuring myself out. And then I feel like that's such a huge commitment for now. But I can also see other people's journeys and can see how, like, it, it's their time. It's ready. Like, they're ready for it. And, but yeah, it makes me feel like, you know, I'm really old, but I don't feel mentally old. Honestly, don't feel the pressure, if that makes sense. Um, because I know that I'm not ready whatsoever. But is anyone really ready? That- yeah, you make a fair point. I don't think anybody is ever really 100% ready. That usually comes with a lot of self-assurance. But I feel like, I don't want to say pressure cooker because it I, I think that's an understatement for the situation that I'm in right now. But the pressure is definitely there. There are times where I want to just run away like I did when I was a kid, except... I can't now because I am an adult and running away from your problems does not solve your problems. Not that that ever has. I just wish somebody was listening to me. I wish they asked me of what I wanted to do with my life, where I want to go, what my goals were, what I want to see, what I want to accomplish. Instead of when are you getting married? Look at all these people that are getting married. It's your time to get married. It's your age to get married. You need to get married because if you don't now, then when you actually want to, you're not going to find anybody suitable for you to get married to or nobody's want to get married to you because you're going to be old or you've passed your prime age. And all of these conversations just feel archaic. They they don't they don't fit into my narrative and I and the narrative I got was from my parents you know for my whole life they've told me to stay away from the other gender because they're a distraction and they hinder your accomplishments and your ability to thrive and now all of a sudden just because I'm at that I quote this prime age I need to start getting serious and looking for a suitable man to get married to when in fact I've been told that they're a villain my whole life and now I have to act like they're a hero I don't know I speak for myself here but Sid let me know what what you think I did last year was a nightmare literally forced as you know but I think when I had a conversation with my mom earlier that year and I'm like listen like I get where you're coming from but I'm still a child. I think, again, a child in the sense of, I haven't, like Mesh said, exploring life. That's what, that's where I'm at. But I think that life itself, like no matter what age you are, you're just going to discovering new things about yourself, about the people around you. It's about change and it's about learning. None of that. Anyways, back to the point. Where do you think that stems from? from your relatives, and not just yours, but as a South Asian Gujarati community, because I think it's not just South Asian, it's many, you know, different communities that do pressure the kids into getting married young and usually start out with a conservative background where it's like, don't talk to the other gender, and then you shift to, you must get married now. <laughs> and it's that, that pressure. So where do you think that stems from have you ever like asked yourself 
I mean, I've never even asked myself that. So <laughs> that's definitely something we should unpack. So I actually think about this a lot, especially when I find myself frustrated at the person asking me this. And this happens a lot when it comes to my immediate family that does not include my mom and dad and my sister. I'm going to use my grandma here because I think she's a really good example of what I'm trying to convey. So she got married when she was 15 and she had her first child when she was 17. And so all she's ever known her entire life has been marriage and her husband. It's just revolved around that. And when it comes to her telling me that I need to get married, I can see where that stems from, as you put it. I can see why she thinks that marriage is something that you need to get done and dusted at a young age or in your 20s. And I can see why she thinks that we need to have kids and why she thinks marriage is important. I can't blame her for thinking that. Um, Yeah, she has evolved uh, as time has gone by. And now instead of telling me to get married at 15, she's telling me to get married at 25. That's quite an evolution, if you if you will. So when you remember that, you kind of understand why she thinks that, you know, marriage is the goal that needs to be achieved. Marriage is you settle down and you get married. Marriage is basically... <laughs> I don't want to say the goal of life because I don't think that's what she thinks it is. But you know what I mean. But it doesn't... Obviously, it doesn't stop the questions that I come up from my mind that I ask continuously every time that she brings this up I'm just like okay she's like you need to get settled down and then I'm just like okay and then what I get I get settled down and then what where do I go from there like what happens after so I, I I see where it comes it stems from her and then when we talk about our parents generation I see I feel like they've broken the glass ceiling for us in terms of divorce. So I was watching this this um, stand-up show the other day called Landing by Veer Das, amazing comedian. And he was talking about how every generation breaks a glass ceiling for the next. So with our parents' generation, it was divorce. If you see, if you go look back at... Um, the baby boomers, there's not a lot of divorce. Divorce is kind of like that uh, dark spot on your record. And, but when it comes to our parents' generation, that you, that's not, I feel like that dark spot has faded into a really, really yellow white, <laughs> yellow, like, like a really, really light shade of gray that's almost invisible on the white. I, I I think that they've just been fed up with all of the terrible arranged marriages that they've been in and they've just been like, I can't deal with this and I'm going to get a divorce. And they just, they broke the glass ceiling for divorce for us. So when we get divorced, it's not as bad. It's like basically a norm thing in our generation. Like it's like, okay, yeah, she got a divorce. That's, that's about it as opposed to what it would be like for them or even what it would be like for our grandparents. So I don't know where I was going with this, but I hope I answered your question. I think you did. You did. I just want to point out that not, I know that not everybody's parents is forcing 
marriage onto them. So, I like, obviously, in our case, Meshvi, your parents are definitely not forcing you or pressurizing you at all. Not at all. I would say that I think stems from both of them being divorced saints, if that makes sense. So maybe that's why they're a bit more relaxed and they're like, you'll live your life. You want to get married, get married. Cool. If you don't want to, don't. If whenever you're ready, go for it. But that being said, there is outside pressure from other family members. Or like, I wouldn't say pressure, but just comments here and there. I have a story of like, uh, I think, was it two years ago now? In uni, I went to visit one of my relatives, which I hadn't seen in ages, my uncle. And like, I'm chopping vegetables, like there's a family gathering. And I'm like, oh, let me let me help uh, in the kitchen. So chopping vegetables. And he makes this comment. He's like, oh, you're making a great wife. We should start looking for someone right now. And I'm just like, well, he better be able to chop too. Like, I, I kind of find it. Like, I wouldn't, I'm not opposed to it, meeting people through that way, because it's just like meeting someone through a dating app or, yeah, but I don't condone the, pe- the pressure at all. Like, I would be open to meeting people that way, but not being pressured to, like, if you meet this person, it's either you, you marry them or that's it, you know? Yeah. And I also don't know where I was going with that. You're talking about the pressure that you don't feel from your parents, but you do from outside it. Yeah. Sid, how about you? Do you have a story you'd like to share? No, I wouldn't like Yeah, every time somebody asks you a story, you just forget everything that you've ever experienced in your life and you just think to yourself, have I even lived? 25 years of nothing. A complete stranger mm-hmm. went and asked, read me. I think I just turned 18. And in the temple, she's like, oh, um, is your daughter ready to get married? I know a boy who'd like to, whatever, because why? He's from India. He'd like to get friendships of your daughter willing to marry. My mom looked at her and I'm like, what? She's like, what the fuck? No, she's too young. So in a way, I'm glad at that point she wasn't pressurizing me. I think the, well, the right 24. <laughs> you know, you're old when you have to count how old you are. Like, give me a second. Let me calculate. <laughs> so there's this actually um, sparked a story. So there was like a couple of, I'm not going to say a couple of years back, but a couple of months ago, I was somewhere, I don't even know where, but somebody asked me how old I was. And it took me a minute, like an actual minute to respond. I literally just stared at her because I forgot how old I was. And it's really ironic because when, obviously when I was younger, and my, I used to ask my dad how old he was. He would always respond with, I don't know, just, you know, do 1968 minus the current year. And I'd just be in like disbelief. I'd be like, how do you not know how old you are? But I get it now. <laughs> I get it, dad. I 100% get it. Wait for, wait till you reach 30. Hello. 30 is the best time of your life. All right. Actually, the person to get there, you tell us how it is. Yeah, actually, what are you guys talking about? Gosh, <laughs> now you're all with the Louish and the Oh, yeah, sorry, we forget the 19 year old. Come on, I should be 17. What are you talking about? I don't have to up, man. <laughs> you are eight years ago. Shut up, Fred. Calculation was unnecessary. <laughs> oh my god, eight years. No, wait. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I I need to leave this podcast to go like cry in the corner. What the hell? Eight years ago, I think I'm having an existential crisis. 
eight years ago. Thanks, Sid. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel every time Facebook reminds me of a stupid memory from like 10 years ago. And I'm like, great, Facebook. Thank you for that. And that's a perfect segue into talking about how social media is just terrible. Well, not really, but just a constant reminder of everything that you don't want to remember or be known about. I don't know. That didn't make sense. But I've told you guys a story a couple of times, and I'm going to tell it again. And just for the sake of this episode, pretend like this is the first time I'm telling you this story. So it's a very gripping story. I'm going to leave you guys at the edge of your seats. Not really, but, you know, you got to add some dramatics to it. So there was a Sunday. I think it was a Sunday. I was, I woke up in the morning and I was doing my business. You know, what thing you do in the morning, go to the bathroom, scroll through Instagram, whatever. And I was scrolling through Instagram and I found that a friend or, so I saw somebody that I know. You know what? Somebody that I know makes more sense. So somebody that I know got just got engaged and the same evening Sunday evening I was scrolling through Instagram again I knew I was supposed to be doing something better I was had to do work but I was like you know what let me just scroll scroll through Instagram and I find out somebody else that I know got engaged as well the next day I this happened literally no actually two days later I find out that my friend is getting married and it's happening that weekend. And that's not it. That's not it. Hold on. And then I also find out that somebody that I know who's attending that wedding that is already married and has been married for six months. And it got to the point where I was like, this is, I don't know another word for sensory, but it was like sensory overload. Substitute that with whatever word is relevant for this situation. And I just wanted to be like, I just, and at that point in time, my cousins had also gotten married. So there was just like so much wedding talk and so much marriage talk that was like reflected onto me and all the rest of my cousins that weren't married. So I just wanted to kind of just go under my blanket build a time machine in like 30 seconds and go back to 2016 when life was good question is where are they finding these people to get engaged and married to? <laughs> okay because clearly we were we've been left out of it like they have a special meetup and say okay make sure jail machine said don't don't know about this please i agree i think we'll have to find our own meetup but also to be true to be fair and to be true i know a lot of prospectives that have fallen on your lap that you have just been like, God, I'm not ready. Oh, no. <laughs> it's me or you? No. Oh, it's not about me or you. We're talking about me. We're talking about you. Internet. Hang on. After this, agree with me that this is what Sid has been doing. Just let I'm just, I'm just wondering, why do we feel that way? Or why do those feelings come up when we see that? Wait, um, question first, because people don't know. Do you want to get married now or no? No, no, not, not as, not in the next five, six, seven years. <laughs> Keep a ring. What you get married to? I, I, I kind of fall under the same umbrella that Sid is feeling. Not right now. Uh, I would have previously said the same thing, like, oh, I'm focusing on my career, blah, blah, blah. But if you find someone you match with, why the hell not? Like, if that's tomorrow, or that's, like, when you're 40 years old, either way, <laughs> like, it's cool. No? No, I, that's, I think you'll have a child period first. Because you can't, 
you meet someone fine, you fall in love, you're saying they're perfect. And then like, when you're down the line, you're like, oh, fuck, did I get myself into? So I would suggest a trial period. Not that I'm speaking mm-hmm. from experience. I really am not. But I have seen <laughs> people around me. And I just made a observation. And I think it should mm-hmm. be helpful if I had a trial period. In the sense that, okay, any you also have to talk about very important things like, you know, adult shit when you get married, having kids, you know, moving out of uh, your parents' house and living else, um, career-wise. I think these are very important conversations people should have and I don't think many people do have them and then once they actually get married, they're in for a shit show. Yeah, they realize that interests in their compassions and their stuff or their adult shit doesn't align (laughs) but to that point so yeah if you meet somebody and you have this unbelievably magnetic connection and you think that this person is what your soul is aching for then yeah sure go ahead get married but I just feel like it's so much more complicated than that um it's usually not as simple as the mainstream Mm, that's idea of love is is turns out to be from what I've learned um, especially when you're so young there's so much that you don't know about yourself already and you're discovering yourself that it's so hard to know what you like and what you don't like in somebody that you expect to be your partner partner for the rest of your life and so I feel like the only way you can know what you what attributes you like what you don't is if you go out and experience it and go out and try it it's like let's say for example rasmalai right if for somebody who's never tried it they will never know if they like it or not just based off of the way it looks they need to try it and <laughs> to figure out whether they like it or not and that's just what dating is like like you try you try you learn you grow you realize what you like and what you don't like and that's just what i feel like it is but then again, it's it seems to me that that's a lot easier said than done. And that's that's probably not the, not the main reason. But I just feel like it's kind of secondary to anything else or any other aspects in life. Like it's not a primary. It's not a main goal. It's not the goal that your life revolves around. Like there's so much more outside of the universe or in just earth that in our planet in our home that we don't know of that we have to explore explore so many new cultures places feelings you know just in hindsight there's just so much more to life than just getting married and settling down and having kids mm-hmm. uh, explore this world is beautiful from the corners of Kazakhstan to the empire state building there's just a profound amount of experiences and feelings that are yet to be discovered. And I don't know, I just, I feel marriage or finding love is just, it's not really of importance. Because as you explore these places, as you learn about everything that there is left to learn about or all the knowledge that is you just kind of realize that love is something that just it's like it's a constant it's chaotic it's it's like the ocean you know it's always there but it's never the same the tides come in the tides go out there's like turmoils and it's calm it's it's you know it's deadly it's kind of just all-encompassing and 
it's something that you experience regardless of whether you're trying to look for it or not it just it just it's just a part of it you know it just simultaneously happens somebody take on over i'm going down a rabbit hole do you think marriage would actually stop you from you know going to kazakhstan to new york or whatever i like you could do it with a partner um yeah yeah or i mean the right partner by course not one that banishes yeah. you to the kitchen but yes and you need to find that one partner to do that with and but i, I feel like we also need to talk about the fact when you get married to somebody you don't just get married to them especially for us you get married to that whole family obviously it doesn't have to hinder your your goals in life i don't think that it does but you never know i don't know that one really yeah. sad <laughs> <laughs> no but i agree with the point that you're you're definitely marrying you're, you're choosing your family this is the one time in your life you get to choose your family. You're getting to choose the person you're going to eat. I don't know, a million meals with, sleep next to, wake up, deal with life problems. Because you're going to have a ton of life problems or like traumatic events or, well, as in things which are not the most pleasant to deal with in life. And it's always good to choose someone that's, that's you know, a good person to go with. All that thing that matches your your. But I guess as cheap as this is your 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 yin to your yang, whatever that is. But your soulmate, yeah. But again, easier said than done. But that's yeah. why I think dating is so important because you 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 check and and which wasn't encouraged. Mm-hmm. It's never been encouraged, at least not in my life, and not in at least people that I've met <laughs> in my circle when I was growing up. And yeah, I think. I started out late, so I feel like now I'm trying to speed up that, not speed up the process, that sounds weird, but like I'm more, it would be more intentional now that you meet someone you're like, you're like, okay, this is what I want, no, yes, no, and you can easily make that decision Mm -hmm. knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want, yeah. Um, So I know you mentioned about choosing your own family, I'm going to say something so cheesy, I feel like when you choose your friends, you choose your family too as well. Well, when you said you, this is the only time you get to choose your family, I don't completely agree with you because I chose you guys. And oh my god, I feel so like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That's Did true. I, I retract my statement from it's the only time. But yes, that's true. Your friends are also they're your chosen family. Yeah. Okay, so Sid. I don't know if anybody knows this, but it is part of a really, 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 really big family. Holidays are so expensive for your dad. Like, did you hear that? How much money your dad spends to get you guys on a holiday? Well, we started going on holidays when my sisters got married. It's not that bad. Technically, he's paying for tickets now. So I was going to say, um, both your, all your sisters are married. We've all had different uh, journeys. Does that affect... The way you... Okay, give us some background information on... Because I know all, all three sisters got married in different ways and have different, like, approaches to how they found their partners. Does that affect... Or has that affected the way you think, the way you see you want to find your person? I think it does. It played, it's played a huge role in my early 20s. 
Oh, I'm sorry, early 20s? Why are you walking now, mid-20s? Shut up. Why are you going out of your way to remind us this? Because I love, I love it. I love doing it. Anyways, um, looking at theirs, looking at... I keep getting calls. <laughs> She's a popular girl. Yo, you didn't get your opinion on... Oh, no, you did on living relationships. You said you would do that. No, I was just going to say, in the realistic world, even if you want to do a living relationship, like... The community and the way families have been brought up, no, there's no way you could. Unless there's a lot of conflict and having a million conversations with your parents or you just do it without them knowing. I think in this aspect, I've seen the biggest difference in the way things are done in the States and the things are done in Kenya. I would definitely call this out as a really big differentiator because couples here usually kind of just especially Indian couples and I'm when I talk about couples that's what I'm referring to they kind of just live together without you don't really ask for permission here it just it just happens like so many couples that I know that even my family know just live together and are unmarried and it just seems okay to their parents or I guess maybe there's nothing that they can do but yeah I feel like if in Nairobi that was happened that would take a lot of I don't think that's happened <laughs> you know anybody that is in a relationship that's not together not Indian not Indian yeah for sure not Indian definitely other people who are like expat community friends or UE friends that have moved here I know live with a partner or yeah but i don't think they even tell their parents to be honest um yeah i I think it's it should be so like something that's normalized because dating someone is so different to living with someone and there's like two different people Mm -hmm. if you're like or at least if you haven't really gotten to know the person to that level of comfort and then you live with someone and you're literally with them not 24 7 but you're with them for a long time indoors and yeah some small annoying habits can be deal breakers for some people or some yeah. things that they do in in the house so i think it, it it needs to be like a you know you date someone you live with them and then whether you want to marry them or call them your lifelong partner whatever legally bind it or not but yeah <laughs> that should kind of be a, a flow that should not be judged but hey yes to each their own <laughs> i like how you said that uh you cover all your bases there to each their own here's my opinion but to each their own <laughs> but yeah just that's what i would say would be the biggest difference that i've seen um in terms of that whole aspect between here and anywhere else in the world actually Scratch that. I lied. Um, I've seen a lot of people in India that are in living relationships. But yeah. definitely like in the cities and like like modern India. Yes, uh, modern India for sure. But that's something that I feel like needs to be changed or the perception of India needs to be changed. Like it's just as on point and just as on topic as everywhere else in the world it just it's kind of 
been given this reputation that it's a very backward, old um, country. Yes, there's obviously a few things that need to be worked on. There's still a lot of women's rights that is not... You know, there's just a lot of gender issues. I don't want to get into that because I could go on for a really long time. But other than that, like in the major, major cities, it's 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 more acceptable to do what you want. It's more acceptable to change the way of life. I, I think it's more of the cities and like people who are affluent. I don't know what that link with affluence and westernization is. Like there's like... South Bombay, Sobol, New Delhi kind of families that are middle class or upper class tend to follow a lot of Western culture, like, um, you know, the living stuff. Well, I guess I don't know about that, but just the way they dress, the way they speak, the way like they think, the way they're open versus if you go to like a city like Pune and, you, you know, I just recently went and you see a lot more conservativeness like don't show your legs don't don't wear tight fitting clothes um yeah you just i don't know that that thing with affluence in western taking your western culture i'm actually just talking about it now don't know what that link is that's but, wow that's actually a very astute observation and while you were saying this my wheels were kind of turning and i can see or i guess my understanding would be that the only difference or the only really significant factor there is money. And when, you know, the people that are wealthier kind of have respect conjoined with it. So with, with, the, with money comes respect, kind of correlated with each other. <clears throat> so when you ha- already have the respect of society and even if you don't, you have the means to support yourself or move to a place that is accepting of your choice of life, you're kind of more open to adopting, adapting new ways of life, new thinkings because you already have the respect that you need to live in society because you're wealthy whereas when you look at it from the other side of things where you're not not wealthy um you're kind of trying to fit into society you're trying to try you're trying to get or gain respect and so you you don't you don't try to do anything that you know is not accepted by society because you don't want to risk being the black sheep i guess maybe that's I don't know. I just kind of threw out a hypothesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see how that can fly there. And I think it's just multifaceted because it's also age because you still have wealthy people who are older generation who are so fixed to their, you know, to their old ways or traditional ways. I'm not saying that's a kind of, it sounds like a negative tone, but I don't mean it as that way. But yeah, I think it's just, that's like a whole PhD paper right there. Yeah, really good water on that. Really good one. I'm actually now a bit that I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research. In conclusion, uh we have lost it and so we have to go and uh put out a search party to find her. So we're gonna go. But thank you so much for coming and uh spreading your wisdom to the world. Last thoughts, what everyone says, get married when you want to. If you're 21 and you want to get married, get married. If you're 55 and you want to get married, get married. (laughs) That's our conclusion.